Hey guys, welcome to the Metaphobia Podcast. Today I talk with Jaden. He is the uh, the awesome, infamous Australian man that I had on before. Um, super cool guy to talk to. Um, we just kind of touch base on everything that's been happening uh, in, in his life and in mine. Uh, if you want to find him on Instagram, he has his music account on there that's um, at 11.never. So E-L-E-V-E-N dot never, N-E-V-E-R. So uh, go check him out, listen to his stuff, uh, show some love, and uh, let's get into the podcast. Oh, there you go. Can you hear me? Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no so worries. No worries. <laughs> it's always a oh, process man. for Zoom, man, for sure. Yeah, it's so difficult. I, I don't know why I don't get it. I've only ever used it for um, uh, doing my RSA, my responsible serving of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And I had to do that. Like, yeah, so it was a real, real tough process just to get into that. Yeah, apologies, man. Sorry about that. No worries. No worries. Um. We are recording, just so you know. And um, I want to say I've been using this new app called Wisdom, which is like a, it's kind of like a thing where you just go on and you basically go live and you just talk to like a group of people. Like people just kind of randomly chime in and they just listen to what you have to say. And then people can kind of like come in and talk to you if they want to, but you have to obviously accept them and everything. But it's yeah, something yeah. I've, I've been looking into using for the podcast because they kind of reached out to me and were like, hey, your podcast is already on Wisdom if you want to come join and you can like just do your podcast on here. So it might be a, a route I'm kind of going on lately because Zoom's been kind of a pain in the ass for everybody. So, yeah, I mean, you have a pretty good understanding of it, but you got to use it all the time. That wisdom thing definitely sounds um like a like a lot better. It's just an option. I fact that, like if people are comfortable with a lot of people listening to them, but I mean, the podcast is being listened to by other people anyway. But it's like a live listening. You know what I mean? So nobody can chime yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, you know, so. Yeah, and you don't really edit much out. Like, this is supposed to, you know, this is a real podcast. You know, you got to, you know. So, like, I think that's a really good call, man. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's a good a good direction to go, 100%. Yeah, I try to keep it as simple as possible for myself, too. I just record the podcast, cut the beginning and the end a little bit, and then that's it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, man. That's it. Yeah, it's easier for you. So, you yeah, keep it real, keep it simple. Well, cool, man. So, uh, last time, since the since last time we talked, how are things, man? Um, good, good actually. Um, um, I'm tired as hell right now. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. It's um, it's seven a.m. for me right now. I haven't really slept. I, you know, I got to a certain point where I was like, "Fuck, I'm out. If I go to sleep, I know that I'm gonna miss out on this, and I don't want to miss. I don't want to like, you know, screw you around and then miss miss out on the opportunity to get to talk to you again, you know, and share some of my my things and hear from you, you know. So I was like, oh, I'll fuck it. I'll just stay up. You know, I haven't got anything to do today, so it's fine. That's what's um, up, buddy. I appreciate. <laughs> But no, other than that, man, like it's good. You know, I've been progressing along with my um, just life in general, and obviously, you know, progressing every day with the, with um anxiety issues, you know, ups and downs. But it's all progress either way. Yeah. Um, you know how it is. Uh, it's it's been it's been alright. It's just uh, changed to autumn here, so the weather's going to get a bit a bit shitty. But you know, I'm not going to let that get me down this year. You know, only thing Shit. stopping me now is just uh, what, what's your uh, definition of shitty weather? Shitty weather is just, I don't know, man, i got this weird thing. Sometimes I like, I like overcast weather, and then when I'm in that weather, I hate it. 
But when it's summer, I'm like, oh, damn, I wish the clouds would just come over so I can go to the skate park or something and not get, like, fried. Yeah. Um, and the weather gets pretty, you know, we had floods and it's in, in the summer, but we never get floods, flooding in winter for some reason. Yeah, Australia it's, it's is a hurt. really... Uh, <laughs> it's one of our first sunny days here in a while. It's, it's, it's still, like, completely covered in snow. We've got about, I don't know, maybe a foot of snow on the ground. And uh, it's it's finally sunny enough. I'm like sitting in my van right now, just chilling outside, and it's like comfortable enough to be outside again. So it's kind of exciting for that's, me. But. Yeah, that's good to hear, man. Because it's cold. It's real, real cold for you. Got you up there, isn't it? At the moment. Oh, yeah, it's. I I can't see the temperature right now, but it's probably down in the, like 30s. But for us here in Michigan, yes. like 30, 40 degrees is great. Like that's that's solid weather. Like I can go skateboarding in that. I just actually my girlfriend got me a new skateboard for Valentine's Day, so I'm super excited. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. so cool. So. I wish I don't, I don't I've been uh, I swapped to BMX lately yeah and um that's been that's been really good that actually helps a lot like something about riding the bike around a small town on a nice nice afternoon you know when it's just about to get dark and the sun's setting it's something about that vibe is real yeah helps me a lot I think um yeah having a bike is really good for just anxiety and just anything anything any physical activity too I really like skateboards and bikes but I can't ride a skateboard for shit so I had to change yeah, skateboarding's tough for sure. No, yeah, it's, it's it's hard, man. It's yeah. I like how versatile a bike is, though. Yeah, you can really ride anywhere you want to go. So like, you can just ride that thing all the way to town, then go to the skate park, and then ride it all the way home if you want. Like, it's nice to be able to do that. Skateboard's kind of tough. You can't really ride it on dirt roads or anywhere else. It's just only concrete. So man, oh dude, a hundred percent. Yeah, how many times I've just been riding on a footpath somewhere, and then there's just this tiny little rock, and the skateboard stays there, but you go flying off into oh, the ground, like oh that sucks so bad yeah that's the yeah, main reason i probably don't ride too much anymore but anyway um enough about me for a minute how you been going man like, you been going good um well i'm kind of on and off lately so i started drinking again which is not great but so did i actually uh it's been tough so i uh we bought a van so we're gonna be living in a van here in the next year or so um i bought it's a gmc savannah uh 2500 it's a big, big old fucking van with windows all the way around it. It's kind of cool. Um, I went on Amazon and bought a bunch of parts. So we got like a hitch. We got the flooring. We got a ceiling fan, a, a little stove for it, the sink. Um, I still need to buy some more wood. I also got all the solar set up ready. I just need to buy the panels. And my, my friend has a couple panels he's going to sell me. So that's pretty cool. So uh, the van's like pretty, pretty cool. I'm looking at it right now, but it's, it's just, uh, it's a work in progress. I had to do a lot of engine maintenance on it. I had to do the spark plugs and wires, which was a pain in the ass. And then I also have to do, <laughs> yeah, I got to do some gaskets and stuff and some other shit, but then we bought the hitch. So I have to install the hitch and then the exhaust itself needs to be um, replaced in a couple spots. Like the muffler itself, the, the pins are broken, like the bolts. So I have to replace the bolts, but the bolts are like welded on. So I might have to just cut the entire muffler off and change that out. So it's just like a pain in the ass of a van. But other than that, like I bought it for a cheap price down in uh, Detroit. So it's down, downstate a few hours and, um, it's got low mileage and no rust. So I'm, I'm happy with it. So I'm really That's excited. That's awesome, man. Uh, other than that, I've been, uh, like I said, last time I was on the whole vegan side of things. Now I'm switching back over to some processed foods again. Cause I, once I started drinking, I started also playing video games again. And then I just like, everything kind of just fell apart and I've, I've gone down kind of the deep end here. Um, and I'm currently like in the deep end right now. So I'm trying to get back on track again, but it's just been tough cause it's winter time. I can't really get outside and do anything. It's been so cold lately and so windy and yeah, shit. Kind of stuck. Hey. 
it's just tough. So I've uh, I've just been kind of chilling at home. I play RuneScape. If you know what RuneScape is, have you ever heard of that? I tried to get into RuneScape, but I sucked at it, man. Yeah, I've been playing it since like 2003. So I've been playing it for a really long time. And I, I just kind of got – I have an Iron Man on there. So I just got back into playing that again. And it's just like – it's. I have a very addictive personality. So anything I get into, I get extremely addicted to it. So that's that's where I'm at now. I spend all my days now just playing RuneScape, drinking – eating shitty food and not doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. So I like to hold myself accountable at least and not lie about those things. And I like to just at least bring them up, but something I'm working on again, you know, just tough. Yeah, man. No, I'm kind of doing the same, but I just guess I don't, I don't see it as uh, well. I mean, anything I see anything for myself at least is, is not doing um like when I'm, when I'm sitting, cause I've been playing fucking games. I've been playing the Grand Theft Auto definitive edition, which is a pile of shit. Um, yeah. But I've been playing it anyway. I like the way it looks, at least. It looks okay. It doesn't doesn't run that great, but it's all right. You know, I've been fucking sitting there eating just – I always just eat shitty food because food makes me happy, but I really need to clean that up. But, you know, that's not that's not my biggest worry at the moment. Um, but I find when I sit there and not have just, like, shit in my head, like, it's not even always just, like, a metaphobia stuff. Just other stuff in general just comes in and just annoys you. And like, when I'm just sitting there, like, hanging out and nothing's in my head, I feel good. But I know that I need to get up off my ass and like, you know, I gotta get back outside. I gotta I haven't worked for a while, man, and I feel pretty useless at the moment. But I just know that if I'm not at that point where I it's weird, I don't think I could work it in a supermarket, but yet I can go and do whatever I want whenever I want, basically, like to an extent. Like I'm not gonna go get on a plane because planes scare me. But right. you know what I mean? It's it's weird, man. I just yeah, I'm in kind of a tough spot with that sort of situation. But I mean it's just time. I gotta progress as, as much as i can you know let's uh let's talk covid for just one second i i know i heard a lot about the australian um like lockdowns and everything has that been affecting you at all that yeah i think that, that i think that's um one of the things that pushed me in kind of into this phobia again because um oh i just want to say real quick um for this this one as well and the last time i was on i just want to clarify that i don't mean i'm not lying about anything i say but i do have a bad habit of not uh, like messing up the dates of things so i might say i was 17 or i was fucking 16 but uh, none of that like, it doesn't mean it's not true it's just i'm really like dumb sometimes with dates so please don't <laughs> don't no, think I i'm do. lying or anything <laughs> yeah. um but, but yeah so like um besides that yeah uh, um i was working at the start of it all when it when it hit like i i, I heard about it but i thought it was kind of like you remember the ebola thing yeah like that never really come. That never really left. Like, uh, where was it? Like, um, some part of Africa somewhere or something? Or I don't really yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't oh remember. yeah, yeah, what? Well, yeah. But it was um, I, I don't know. But uh, you know, it's not that. It's not. But it's the same thing. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. You know, I didn't take it seriously. So I just, I just went on with my day, and then everything just started collapsing. Like it was one day you're allowed to do whatever, and then fucking lockdown and. There was a state here that wasn't that their border was closed for like nearly the whole two years, like a year and a half. Western Australia, I just I read on the news the other day their border was closed for that long. Like there was no one going in or out or anything like that. It was just um, that might be false information. I might have read it wrong, but um, I know their border was closed for a very long time. It's just it's been hell here, and we don't have that much of a population too. Like it's it's been rough, man. That's really tough. Yeah, Michigan's been pretty open-ended, man. We've been uh, kind of just saying fuck the masks for a while. And uh, I don't know about schools. I'm not, I don't have any kids and I don't know any kids personally who go to school. So I don't really know <laughs> what 
about how the schools go. But um, as far as like adult life goes, none of our stores require masks anymore. Um, and they haven't for a long time. I've been going the only place I, I went to get a loan for my van and they, they required me to wear a mask there just because they only had two people in the office and they're really worried about them getting sick. Uh, other than that, where I work, my boss is really chill about everything. We work in uh, janitorial kind of stuff. So like we're cleaning a lot of buildings. So it's like, we've got so many clean products. Like I feel like I'm immune to that shit by now, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. I had, I had COVID way early on. So I got it. I, I feel like I have some pretty good natural immunity to it. So it's like at this point, my, my antibodies are up and they stay up for quite a while. So I'm pretty, uh, I don't know, I'm not super scared of COVID anymore. And I, I've also heard you can't get COVID twice. So again, I'm not a doctor. I have no idea how this shit works and like necessarily, but I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, a lot of Ben Shapiro. So I try to keep my mind pretty open to those. Ben Shapiro is great. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with him on every aspect of what he says, but a lot of the things he says, I'm pretty, pretty uh, on point with. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I just, yeah, no, same page, man. Yeah. Type of stuff. I don't like to get political, but. I like to just keep up with it. So at least I know what to expect in the next upcoming few months from now, you know? So, yeah, that's it, man. No, um, yeah. With the mask thing, we only just got rid of that sort of thing. We're easing off masks now. Like I walked into the shop the other day and there was just like, no one was wearing a mask. And I just, I was like, I was like oh shit. I probably yeah. looked like a weirdo. Right. And I felt weird. Like I, I felt weird without wearing it. Like I kind of like it because it kind of hides me. I don't like people staring at me. I don't, I don't have any like really self-conscious uh, chronic issues with myself i don't really care but like i just, I don't like it it fucks with me when people look at me for a bit i don't know why maybe it's just if i'm in a bad mood or something i don't know but we're only just these out of masks masks and stuff like that and like we had curfews and everything like we weren't even allowed to leave our house to just go down the road like yeah it, I heard it, was, it was fucked like i'm glad we're kind of coming out i don't think they can do that anymore i think that like i feel like there'd be a fucking riot if they if 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 like the government tried to like do that again like i wouldn't participate in it because i don't care but like i don't think it would go down very well but yeah i think we're on the end of it now like surely right it's been years now man. i know it's just i think eventually the the citizens start to realize it's all bullshit you know it's like i'm not saying that i'm a conspiracy theorist it seems like there's a lot of power involved in all this and a lot of control and it's weird because we just had our state state of the union here in america from uh, joe biden he basically told the state of the union and Two days before that, they all of a sudden just say, oh, actually, we're good on masks. We don't need to wear masks anymore. Everybody's fine. And it kind of seems like they stopped wearing masks at the State of the Union because they didn't want to show all of these, um, you know, government officials wearing masks when they're literally telling everybody they don't have to wear masks. You know, it's like it's just very um, coincidental. You know what I mean? It's all very coincidental. They switch up a lot, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. They do so, that here. Yeah. It's just a bunch of like. I'm not saying it's bullshit, but in my mind, it kind of seems like a little bit of bullshit. So we're just kind of like starting to kind of, uh, you know, catch on to this shit. And uh, it's becoming a little bit annoying to everybody here. I mean, just in Michigan alone, but I'm sure the whole United States and a lot of other countries are, are starting to deal with this as well, where they're like, hey, man, like the masks aren't working. The vaccine's not working as well as you say it is. Like, there's a lot of things going on here. So it's just it's a tough situation to be in. But um, we're, we're, we're working on through it. So I'm just trying not to. Uh, not to get in on anybody's bad side, you know what I mean? I just, I kind of have That's my own it, yeah. uh, move on with my life. But other than that, um, what have you been doing lately to kind of cope with your emetophobia? Has it been, uh, has it been really bothering you lately or has everything been pretty chill? I think, um, well, you have proof. Uh, when I, I, I like to, I feel like I probably annoy you when I message you, but I like to tell you when like, I've just had like a panic attack because I don't have them very often anymore. I've had like maybe three, four since we spoke. 
and that's not really that many. I used to have one every day, man. Like I was, I was, it was awful. But now it's just like one every whenever, and they're not even really that bad. They go for longer for some reason, but they're not as intense. So it's like I can deal. I can still walk through the supermarket and get through it fine. I can, I can cope. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the end of kind of having a lot of panic attacks and stuff. Like I'm, um, um, the numbers going down. But like I message you when I tell you. Like I still listen to that same episode I told you about. Like when when I need to, when it's been hard, I, I go back to that. And I've told you, like I messaged you and said, yo, yo, man, like I just want to let you know, like the episode helped me. Like I listened to it like once, twice, however many fucking times I needed to just to push me through. You know? And it, that shit works, man. That's like, that's better than like a fucking benzo or something. Like anything for an, like an anxiety tablet. That's just, it's, it's awesome. It works so good. I don't know why. Good, man. I'm glad I, I, I made that episode at, like on the whim, you know, just kind of driving around i was like nobody's ever told me how to calm down in a in a panic attack so i figure i'd just make one myself but uh, i think it's kind of good though that you're going through panic attacks in public like that because it kind of helps with exposure therapy in a way where um having to deal with those kind of situations and then getting through them and then being uh you know victorious on the other side that's what really helps you yeah, exactly so yeah can, it's, a, it's yeah i oh, sorry but... oh you're good no worries <laughs> Continue, continue. Um, oh yeah right sorry i, I just just yeah, stand at a bug on my wall um but um besides that like um it's been it's been um it's been pretty chill you know like uh, as i said i'm slacking a little bit I'm, I'm like i'm not doing as much as i should be um i'm kind of just you know chilling out you know wasting my time but um like i'm, I'm good at least like the only thing frustrating me is not actually being at work and, I, and i'm trying i'm applying for jobs and going to interviews um I'm doing what I need to do to, you know, to get myself back out there and making money, you know, being a human, you know, being, being not, uh, well, I'm, I'm still a human, but I'm just not working. Yes. I, I don't know where I was going with that, but you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm happy. So mostly, mostly happy, you know, besides that, everything is pretty, pretty easy, pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. 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 For me, at least the metaphobia side of things um, with the drinking, it's been a little bit weird lately just because, I feel a little bit more nauseous than I usually do uh, just because like I went from not drinking at all to just drinking every single day. So um, how much now, do you, like, well, how many, like you drink beer? Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Just beers. I drink a lot of like IPAs and stuff, but I try to keep it like I'm drinking about anywhere from like six to eight beers a day, which is not like, that's, that's, that's a lot of beer, but um, I try not, to, uh, yeah, it's not like crazy. It's like, you, you're not going to like, you know, you, you, you'll be all right still, like, having that amount. Like that's, yeah, so, you know. like, six a day or so, and, like, um, I try not to do it while I'm working, but sometimes, I mean, I'll have a beer, you know, before I go into work or something, and I'm working at night, so it's, like, nobody's really there, and I'm by myself. I'm in a built an open building, like, that's nobody's there at all, so it's not like I'm yeah. at all, so it's just one of those things where, like, I'll have a beer before work and then go in, and it kind of helps me out, but I'm starting to get to the point now where, like, I'm almost dependent on it every day. It kind of makes my day better when I drink and it just kind of makes the I've whole I've been world... feeling that too. Yeah. <laughs> so in a way it kind of helps with the emetophobia and the anxiety. And in another way it doesn't, because when I'm not drunk, I'm like way more anxious and way more nauseous than usual. But when I am drunk, I feel a lot more like open-ended and, and fine. And it, it just, it's a weird situation to be in. And I wish I could just smoke weed, honestly. Like that's kind of where I'm at, but like weed makes me even more anxious. So Me too. It, it, it fucks with me so bad. 
like I, I really want to just be able to smoke weed and not have to drink, but I feel like drinking is the only thing that actually does help me. But, it, and I know it's not helping me. I know it's like a false sense of help, but in the moment it feels good. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting anybody goes out and drinks, but I'm just saying like, for me personally, it's the only thing lately that's been really helping me through my anxiety. And like I said, I know it's, it's not the greatest thing to do for anxiety, but at the moment, like, I just don't know what else to do. It's been, it's been kind of nice. And, um, I'm by myself all day at home. So I'm just like playing video games, getting drunk, fucking eating shitty food. And then I go to work and I feel like shit all night. And then I go back home, go to sleep, do it all again the next day. So I know I need to change, but at the moment, it's just, for some reason it's helping me. So I'm, I'm just, I don't know. It's a weird situation. Yeah. I get you, man. But it's like, it, you know, like stuff like that can go on for a while because I'm kind of, it's weird that I'm kind of in the same thing. I'm not, I don't get to drink as much because I, I don't have as, I don't have a man, I don't have money, but <laughs> when I can, like most nights, I feel like for some reason it makes me um, feel good, even though I feel like shit when I drink beer. It does, just does not feel good in my stomach, but I still do it anyway. It's almost like a form of like terrible exposure therapy that probably doesn't work but um like i'm in the you know kind of the same sort of thing but like i feel like it's good to like i feel like you kind of relax in a little bit even though you probably as you said you feel like shit when you you know like your body doesn't really you know appreciate that but you know you yeah. kind of you know you're kind of kicking back a little bit man like i don't i don't think you should you know beat yourself up too much man like you've been you went with that like that diet you're on for fucking ages and you stuck to that shit like you you would you were golden man like I, I did so well for so long and then I just completely grenaded everything and it just feels so shitty. But like, I know I don't need to be super hard on myself because I did really well for really long and I can always go back to that. Like, it's not like it's yeah. never, I, I plan on once we move into the van, like living on the road, I do plan on getting back on track and getting completely, you know, working out every day because I'm going to have a lot more free time to myself. I have a lot of free time now, but I spend a lot of time playing video games because like RuneScape obviously can take up your, it's a game you can't win. So like you can play indefinitely. You can play every single day, all day for 20 years straight and you'll never win the game. So it's like one of those games that just never stops. And it's the most addicting game I've ever played in my life. So um, I've just been extremely addicted to playing that. So it's like, once I can start building the van and the van becomes like more of a realistic idea, that's when I think I'm going to start getting back on track again. And I, I like hate this shit because I'm the kind of dude that's always like, you should never wait and like tell yourself you're going to do it tomorrow. Just do it right fucking now. Like I'm always that kind of guy who's like gung ho about everything. But right now, like I'm being such a hypocrite and I feel so shitty about telling all these people to be healthy and eat better and do all this. And then I'm over here like eating like shit and drinking and not doing the right things. And it's, it's so hard for me to tell people to do the right thing when I'm not, that's what I'm having such a hard time with. So I can fully understand that, man. Yeah. I, I, that, that would be, yeah, that would, but then it, like, you know, you like, you, like, um, it is. It definitely does work, though. It's like you, you're the living proof of that. Like that that diet, not drinking and putting shit inside your body and and screwing about like that. Like that obviously worked really fucking well for you. Like you, last time we spoke, man, you like you, you seemed like you were over the moon, and it, yeah. it was it was great. Like it was awesome, you know. And but like you can obviously fall off that, and that's like it, it happens, you know. Like I guess it's like kind of good for people to see you know, they're, they're listening that it can, you know, can work. It goes both ways. I don't, you know, I don't know. I was, I had something meaningful in my head. I just, I messed it up by saying words too quick, but I hope you get what I mean. Like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't think you're like a hypocrite or anything, man. Cause like you, you experience that, like you, it, that's something you have done and you plan on doing again. 
and continuing. Like, you know that shit works. So I think that gives you a, a pretty decent path to tell people that is the right thing to do. Because I agree. Like, I definitely am not looking after myself and I'm paying for it. So I think we all are. Everybody with the metaphobia that I met has, like, get a lot of messages every day from people saying, like, you know, I'm having a panic attack. I feel like shit. I feel like I'm going to be sick. All this stuff. Like, well, let's start with your diet. What are you eating? How are you drinking enough water? Are you sleeping enough? Are you staying up till four in the morning every night and then not sleeping at all? Like, there's a lot of factors that are involved in that and why you feel like shit. And you, I think a lot of people just say, I feel like shit. So I don't know what to do. Now I'm, I'm freaking out. And it's like, well, you have to think about why do you feel like shit in the first place? Like, is there, is there a way to stop the shitty feeling? And I think that a lot of people don't look at the fact that they eat only bread and sugar all day. And also bread, when you eat a lot of bread, it turns into sugar in your body, which is the same thing as eating sugar. So regardless, what you're doing is not good for you. Then a lot of people drink Diet Coke or they drink some sort of like soda or anything like that. And on top of that, they're usually eating like fast food or they're eating something that's just not good for them. And then they also don't drink any water. They're either drinking a ton of coffee and caffeine or they're drinking a ton of teas or they're drinking, like I said, uh, soda or anything like that. So I think it just goes to the diet is so important with, with how well you feel every day. And like I said, like, even though I'm drinking and eating kind of more processed foods, I still do a smoothie every morning. And I've been like, Oh, last time we talked, remember I said I was going to the doctor. Yeah. Did you end up, you ended up going, didn't you? I went to the doctor. Yeah. I, my girlfriend took a day off work actually and went with me. Cause I was so scared. I have an appointment on the seventh, so I'm going to be going back um, for a checkup, but um, I went in there and I got an EKG. So they checked my heart and my, my chest and everything. They said my heart is strong as can be. Everything's good to go there. So I'm not, I have no heart problems. And then um, what she said was I probably have acid reflux disease. Um, so that's why I have chest pains and why like I, I feel kind of shitty sometimes and also why my, my side hurts and everything. So she put me on basically like saying you need to have a probiotic and you need to be able or you need to be taking in more fiber. So I'm on a um, Benefiber um, little packets, like you basically rip the packet open and you pour it in your water and your smoothie and it's like a fiber supplement. And then uh, I'm also on probiotic as well. So it's been helping quite a bit. That's awesome that you went, man. I, I get, I still get pretty, like I remember I had to go to the doctors not long ago, but I, I was freaking out like in the car kind of a little bit. I just, I, I fucking hate being like stuck Especially in the doctors, like who the fuck runs out of a doctor's office, but you're in there because you need to go there. Like you, you need to be there. So why, like, I'm going to like, I'm going to fucking run away. But I ended up doing it, but man, it was fucking hard. Like, Oh, I know. <laughs> I feel like it's such a hard thing for people, for people to do. But like even just normal anxiety, like I can't, like, I can, like, you know, well, if only I'm they could imagine how bad it would be for us. Helped was that my, my doctor was pretty cute, actually. <laughs> She's a little Mexican lady. She was really cute. Um, but, uh, she, she basically was like, take your shirt off. I'm going to feel you all over. I'm like, okay, shit. All right. <laughs> it's a funny situation. Uh, but uh, I got a good doctor. Yeah. I got yeah, a, he's, he's real funny. And she was really just comforting and like, wasn't trying to make me feel bad about anything. She's just like, you know, and I told her I didn't drink caffeine. I didn't eat any candy at the time. And like, I was really healthy. So she's like, yeah, you have no, no problems. I think you just have acid reflux. So, um, but I've been uh, doing the fiber. I've been doing the probiotics and my side has quit hurting almost completely. And my heart, like I still have chest pains here and there, but I almost think I have a pulled muscle in my chest from when I did spray foam. Um, because definitely, it's, yeah, it's something that like when I work a lot, I use my left hand because I'm left hand dominant. So it's like I'm constantly wiping tables, mopping, vacuuming all with my left hand. So I think I'm just basically using that muscle a lot. 
and uh, my left side muscle, my pec muscle is bigger than my right side. And it, it almost looks like it's swollen. So I really think that I've pulled a muscle in that side and it's just not healing correctly. Um, that's kind of what I'm chalking it up to now because my, like they said, my heart's good. My heart beats fine. There's no like anomalies in my heart at all. So I don't think it's the heart that's, that's the problem. I think it's just, I have some sort of pulled muscle in there. So it's just annoying. Is it like on the side or is it more towards the middle? It's like, so right where your nipple is, go down about like three inches. It's like right down under my pec right there where the pain is. And then sometimes it's up under my armpit. So it kind of moves back and forth. Uh, yeah, there. I get that one there. I, do, yeah. I get that. I've fucking pulled something hard for somewhere. Like, I, I don't know what I was doing. I always do shit wrong and, Could be and, and stuff. Like, yeah. Just be a stress pain, I guess, like from what she said. But um, she really thinks it's either a pulled muscle or it's acid reflux. Because she said that you can feel chest pains like that just from the acid being up in your chest. She also um, just told me to get some Tums. So whenever it gets really bad, I take a Tums and it seems to help, but I think it might just be a placebo effect of being like, I took something, you know, whatever it may, makes me feel better. But um, I do, I get acid. I've had acid reflux for ages. Yeah. I get it because of my shitty diet, but um, I think also anxiety creates a lot of um, acid as well. Yeah. Like it makes you obviously, you know, you know, all the stomach stuff it does. I get that. Like I've felt it in my side. I felt it like under my, like under my ribs like in the middle like i feel like there's so many places that it can just disperse itself to it's like it's so fucking weird how you can feel pain from something yeah that's not unrelated completely to that like i get that a lot so i can totally relate to that man like 100 percent. i've had it in those weird places like heaps of times it's just it's it's so it's so fucking annoying you don't know what's going on and you're just like oh my fucking god i know you're like i have a heart attack i'm just gonna die soon i was like literally waiting to die it was terrible yeah, exactly, man. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my body? I, it's weird, man. And I'm like so afraid to go to the doctor. But now I'm like, I'm almost excited to go back on the seventh because I'm like, now I've got I've got a pimple like on the outside of my nose that's been hurting the fuck out of me. And I don't know if it's a pimple or not. I think it might be. I have a nose ring right next to that. And I'm worried that maybe my nose ring is infected like under my nose somewhere. So I'm like all worried about that. And then my 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 right eye feels like it has like something stuck in it and it like hurts all the time and it's been getting really red and swollen so like there's just all this like little shit i'm like i'm almost 30 years old so i'm like starting to get to that point in my life where i'm like i'm falling apart like i'm just like i'm integrating man i'm scared so i don't know oh man i feel that too but i'm only i'm only fucking 21 i I like going to the doctor for the one reason my doctor still gives me like whatever fucking candy he has there like he gives me this little barley sugar thing wrapped up in a little thing I'm like, I'm like an adult. I'm a grown ass man, but like, I still, it, it makes me happy. Like, I'm like, give me, give me like this stick that you use to like put someone's tongue down. I want to take that home with me and like break it in the car while my girlfriend drives me because I don't want to drive or some shit. Like, I'm such a child, but like, it makes it fun. Yeah. Like, it makes it like, it, it makes it fun going with someone that's like, um, you know, like my doctor, I mean, he's been my doctor since I was a kid. So, like, I've, I'm lucky enough to have like a connection with this dude, and he and he he thinks I'm really funny, you know. Like he likes me, and I like him, so that makes it easier. But the hospitals that are the thing that scare the fuck out of me. Like yeah. I'll never get over that. I, I hate LED lights, man. Like we got them in the kitchen at my place, and I hate them. Like I'm like, put the yellow ones back in, put those old bulb things back in. I fucking I hate them, man. It just reminds me of being in a hospital. I hate. It's just something I don't know. I feel like it's something that only I really deal with. Like, Something that irks me, you know, we've all got our little things that we just like can't deal with. Yeah, I got LED lights for the van and I, I got them so that you can switch the colors though. So like, and they have a dimmer switch as well I'm going to hook up. So 
it goes from like the white to the to the yellow and then to like a kind of like off white color so i got the three that's different awesome, man. So at least it's not going to be like but I, I figured we can have the really nice bright ones if it's really bright outside so we'll have some good light in there and then at night we can turn the like the dimmer on and make them a little bit more dim so but yeah, you i'm gonna have one of those things living out where i do because man it's kangaroos everywhere and i don't know if you've been like ever looked at a kangaroo or anything but like that i've seen a video those, those things are fucking huge dude you're I on like one. I, oh they're cool. so big you're on a whole different level of shit you have to deal with like here in michigan the worst thing we have to deal with we have like these things called michigan rattlers which is like a rattlesnake but i don't even think they're they're venomous and we've also got like brown recluse spiders which are like kind of scary but very rare like you'll never even see one in your lifetime and then we've got some sort of black widows but they're not you almost never see a black widow the worst thing we have to deal with here is a wolverine, which is like something that's like a little fucking badger looking thing that will like attack the shit out of you. But <laughs> those either like they're like so rare to see. So like we we just deal with weather. That's it. It's crazy. Oh, I wish I was like, man, I hate like I love this country. It's just I just feel like I'm in a desert all the time. But like if I look if I if like I do a, a 180 and turn around, then there's like a forest. There's like a nice greenery like. I just live in such a good area, but like, man, the kangaroos, there's fucking snakes. There's, there's a group of redbacks, which um, I told like the last time, they're the, your equivalent of a black widow, except they're like twice as angry for some reason. They're violent little bastards. And there's like a group of them just sitting on a pot plant I have outside my door. And I'm like, outside, like, I'm just like, no, fuck this. Like, I don't know where the fuck these can come from. And there's like a brown snake under the house. Like, I'm like, this is like, what, like the second most venomous snake in the world. Like, this shit is ridiculous I, like i feel like just living on a boat or something just to get away from this shit i hate it so much animals got, man got sharks and shit to deal with and like water snakes and stuff like you just literally can't get away from scary shit there in australia that's why like all of us americans are like yeah we're good bro we'll, we'll stay here like we don't want to have anything anything to do with australia <laughs> like <terrible. laughs> it sucks so fast that's oh funny. man kangaroos but, you know nah Hey, kangaroo oh man you don't ever want to see one of those things. they fight too like they don't give a shit they, like those things legs like can kick so hard like i feel like they could probably like kick like decapitate someone i feel like they kick they're fucking they're so strong like you know how horses kick their legs up like and just like smash shit and don't care what they hit yeah like there's like a kangaroo except they're like they're like like twice as powerful probably oh my god i don't know man those things are big i stay right away from those things yeah, I can't. I'd be, I'd be in my house all the time, dude. Even if you're in your house, I feel like there's still shit that can get in there, dude. Like, here in Michigan, it's everything like... dies. Everything dies in the winter. So, like, right now, there's no bugs. There's barely birds around, dude. Like, there's nothing. You see, like, the occasional deer every once in a while. There's just nothing. It's amazing. Like, there's no bugs. In the summertime, there's bees and wasps and shit that attack you all the time. But, like, right now, there's just nothing. I haven't seen a bug in, in ages, dude. Like, months. I haven't seen a single bug. It was literally like, oh man, I should, uh, I wish I'd check, I should, I'm just going to, I'll send you the photo sometime and I can find it. Man, I took a photo of the street light a couple of weeks ago, the middle of the night down the street where I live. And the fucking gutter was filled. Like there were, I could say there's probably about 10,000 little beetles in it. Like these just black little balls all along this gutter. And it just goes for like two, three meters. And it's like, so it's like, a, like, it's like, um, like the thickness of a ruler. And it's just a line of these little black bugs stacked on top of each other. I don't know why there was so many. I think it was because there was like floods happening and stuff. And they were like trying to like, they were like leaving the areas they were from and like, like consolidating in my town. 
but it was just nuts. Like I, I, I can't. I actually hope winter comes and just destroys all this sort of shit for a while, or just gets rid of it for a while, just so I don't have to deal with it. I'm sick of spiders and all this crap. But you know, <laughs> aside from all that, it's it's fine. I'll take the cold over all the shitty animals for sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely, man. Because they just want to bite. They don't want to be your friend here. Like they just want to eat you. Like, they don't give a shit. They're just gonna bite you, and then they're just gonna fucking scurry off into a bush or something. And go about their day, and then you're just dying. You got alligators and shit there too. You got crocodiles. I think that's like Croc- an alligator, except they live in like salt water. Or oh, wait, got, got oh no, they live. Sorry, continue. Wait, what do crocodiles do? They go on land. No, crocodiles. Crocodiles like to go on land for a bit, but alligators are mainly in water. Yeah, is that the difference? Ah, fuck. I'm I not know. sure. I got no clue. But uh, crocodiles—that's our version of an alligator, I guess. Yeah. That's terrifying. So you've got those, you got deadly spiders, you got a bunch of snakes, you got sharks, you've got kangaroos. Do you have uh, lions and shit there? Like anything like that? I could have sworn I saw a cougar chasing me down the road once, but I think I was just high, man, when I was walking home one time. I don't think we got anything like that. We got like foxes, but those aren't really like dangerous. They kind of just scurry off. Is there any bears? Um, Nah, we don't. I, actually, you know what? I think we're pretty good on the bears. Sort of, I don't, we don't have bears. So we don't even have bears. I don't know about like a cougar or something. I feel like we have an equivalent of something like that out here, probably. But yeah, um, got, for sure, we got a lot of bears in Michigan. Even our cute animals are like koalas. Are fucking man, those things claws like they grab you like they're just gonna cut right into you. Like they like, they look like you just want to give them a hug, but like those you fucking stay away from those things too. Yeah, they're, they're just nasty. I'll, like freak out on somebody and like attack them and shit. I don't like them. I, I hate koala. I hate the zoo. I like animals, but like, I oh mean, I got a bird. I got like a, I got a parrot. I got a parrot now. He's cool. I got a cat. I got a couple of dogs. You know, like that's it. <laughs> that's all I can deal with because they're not poisonous and they don't want to just eat me. Yeah, we got a big cat here. We got a big fat boy cat. He's great. I love cats, man. They're so good. <laughs> they're just the best animals. They just, you know, they just come for a little pat and either they'll sit with you or they'll just fuck off and do whatever they want. You know, they're they're, they're real independent. They're good. Oh yeah. Yeah, our cat's coming with us in the van for sure. He's gonna live in there with us. I'm excited. That's awesome, man. I'm excited to see what like what you do with the van. Like if you post some updates with it and stuff. That's, it's like, like you're just gonna travel around, you reckon? Or yeah, we're gonna try to do the whole United States, and then eventually we might go to Canada and then also Alaska. That's our plan. Uh, kind of just that's see. awesome, man. Um, if anybody wants to follow me, for all the listeners, I'm at on Instagram and on uh, TikTok at Eat Sleep Van. That's my name on there. So if you want to follow follow along, my Eat Sleep Van TikTok is my old spray foam account too. So you can see all my spray foam shit on there if you want to. But I'll be I'll be watching for sure, man. I'll, I'll definitely be there for the updates because that's fucking. I've always wanted to do something like that, but I just don't think I have the. Maybe one. Well, I mean, I'm still kind of young. I guess I could maybe one day. I just need to get my shit together first. Do it, man. Before you have kids and get all settled down, like just go live and go go get. Especially out there in Australia. There's these things called overlanders, I think is what they call them there. And it's basically like a big four by four truck that they build out as like a camper truck type thing. And uh, I've seen a lot of, like I listened to a lot of podcasts about this as well. And these guys from Australia, they uh, basically bought an RV and they moved down to Canada from Australia with this RV, I guess. I don't know how they did it, I guess, but um, that's what they, oh, they were yeah, right, right. Australian dudes. They're pretty cool, but um yeah they basically just like drank beer and lived in an rv all day it was like great they're like yeah we just fucking you know we work when we can and then we just kind of save our money up and then we move on to the next place for a couple months and then we work again for a month or two and then 
it's kind of on and off work and everything. So it's kind of, kind of exciting stuff, but I mean, might as well do it while you're young when you got some, some free time, you know, that's it, man, especially. And it's really, I feel like it's so good for your mind, for your, for your mental health. I feel like that we're just like, cause when I go outside, like I like to drive to places far away from here. It's good for me. It feels good. I take my dogs. I got a German shepherd and a Kelpie and I take them both, uh, I just I just let them roam free wherever I'll pull up to wherever like a fucking creek somewhere, like a, like an hour or whatever away, and I'll just let them run around. There's no one around. I'll make sure it's secluded. It's just it's just so good. It feels free, man. Like it, it just feels like it's just me and the dogs, and it's just I'm like, like you breathe like fresh air, and it just like you can't like not. It's it's hard not to be happy. Like it's hard not to be just fulfilled. Like you just feel like free you don't feel i don't feel stressed i don't feel anxious like i don't feel like i'm gonna have a panic attack when i'm somewhere like that's not like a like a confined area just free open space something about that man it's just so good for your mental health like i think everybody should try and take a trip somewhere at least one day if they can you know yeah i'm just excited because my girlfriend's a little bit younger she her birthday was yesterday she just turned 23 and i'm 27 i'll be 28 in may so we're we're getting to the point now where like she's kind of the point where we're going to be together forever. Like we already know that we're already pretty like to the point where like, we're going to marry each other. We're, this is like my soulmate. So we want to have children one day. And our plan is to live in the van for a year, get really comfortable with that. And then eventually we're going to buy a full size school bus, a diesel pusher. That's kind of what I want, where it's the diesel engine in the back, big school bus, flat front, you know, like nice bus and then build that out as like a full apartment, have an extra room in there for our kid. And then we're going to have a baby on the road and then homeschool our child and go that whole route. Because like, I'm starting to get to the point now where I just don't trust society anymore. I don't like the government. I don't like the way things are. I'm not really cool with the whole housing situation. I don't want to be stuck in a situation where I can't find a house to live in. So if I can have a house that moves and can go anywhere I want, then that's kind of like the best of the best world there. So that's kind of our next, our next goal is to get this van built, live in it get a bus, live in that, and then eventually buy land and then move the bus onto the land and then have all of our friends move out there with us and start kind of like a little commune area and uh, just live together and have a good time and be able to leave and come back whenever we want to, have like a nice little area. You can hook up to power, have water, do whatever you need to do, and then leave and do whatever you want to do. So it's just going to – it's that's really – Yeah. So. No, that's cool. That's a cool as fuck. Uh, that's awesome, man. Like, that, that's seriously the coolest thing I've heard for like ages. I live I, a life- Yeah, that's – it, man like i kind of do whatever the fuck i want to do and like i don't really listen to people when they tell me like that's a dumb idea i'm like cool man like great for you but that's a great idea to me like i don't really care if you think it's cool or not you know so i think it's a great idea definitely i i, I totally i totally feel it oh man that definitely just pushes me a little bit more to want to just buy a fucking a nice big like off-road car and just like just go just go for a bit you know everybody should do that man it's a it's a good it's a good like stepping stone in life to get to your next point to say like it, sh- it, it lets you live with yourself for a minute to say like this is me in the raw. I don't have any other outside forces telling me what to do anymore. Like I, I decide every path that goes on from here on out. So like when I'm in my van and when, I, when I'm with my girlfriend, we have to decide where do we want to sleep tonight? Where, do, where are we going to get our water from tomorrow? Where are we going to go take a shit tomorrow? Like you have to like literally think of every <laughs> aspect of life, dude. You can't like, there's no more comforts anymore. And be like, I always tell people, you have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. That's how you get over this emetophobia. That's how you get over anxiety. That's how things become easier in life. Comfortable in the uncomfortable. So that's what I'm, that's where I'm trying to go next in life is to just live in a very uncomfortable situation and be the king of that situation. You know, that's my goal. So 
It's a very good thing to do. That, yeah, that's real shit, man. That is a hundred percent. That is like as that, that is great advice. No, I totally agree with that. So you definitely have to be like, especially in that situation too. Like, you can't really get any, any more uncomfortable with something like than that. You know, you've got to worry about all this other shit. You won't have time to worry about your, like you know, like phobias and stuff. Like it'll probably creep, maybe creep in, but like that, you got like real shit to worry about, like stuff that's not in, just inside your head. Like I can totally understand that, like you just be able to conquer that shit and you just be like on top of it like that. Damn. That's really given me some good ideas for my future. Man. Just remember, you can do whatever you want. There's nothing holding you yeah. back. There's nothing. No, you're holding right. So. Oh, I really, I really like that, man. Like fuck the um, parents, fuck the friends, fuck the girlfriend, everybody that has to say anything negative to what your main goal in life is. You can literally just say, I don't want to listen to you anymore. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's just like, Something I had to realize as I got older, I had an epiphany when I was like 25. I realized like, yeah, my mom can say it's not a good idea. My friends can say it's not a good idea. My, my boss can even say, hey, man, I need you to work for me. At the end of the day, it's my life. I'm going to die one day. It's me. Like, I'm going to be the one in the casket. So, like, I got to make sure that I had the best time I possibly could have while I'm here. And that's all that matters. There's nothing else that matters but that in life right now. So... And if somebody wants to come with me, that's great. But other than that, like, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this regardless of what anybody else says. So it, it's just, I feel like everybody should live that life because everybody's living for everybody else right now. And that's the biggest problem in society is, like, who cares what other people think about your, like, I drive a shitty, rotten, like, rusty-ass van to work every day. You think I care Sorry. what it's like? Like, I don't give a shit. It gets me to back and forth to work. So it's like. I, I could care. I could not care less what anybody else has to say about my life and my lifestyle and what I live. It's just, I do what I want to do when I want to do it. And nobody else can tell me different. And that's an amazing way to live. I think everybody should live that way. hundred percent. No, you're right, man. I totally like that. You, you're totally fucking right. I couldn't have said it better. Like I, 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 I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm close to doing that, that sort of thing. Not, not like the same circumstances, but like I, um, I got like a little bit to push over still before I fully like, stop caring what people fucking say about me and what they think about me and think I'm making a stupid decision. Cause like at the start of last year, I sold my, I had a really nice car and it was yeah. my way of transport. That was my livelihood, man. Like I cared about that car more than anything because it was a possession that I just thought just mattered, even though it didn't. And I fucking yeah. sold that thing, man, because I couldn't even leave my house. And then I bought this computer and then I bought audio equipment and then I stole FL studio off the internet because I didn't want to pay for it, but I still got it. I got it. I doesn't matter how I got it, but I got it. I don't condone that either. Don't do that. Everyone just pay for your products. But I got it anyway, right? And I just thought this would be a really fucking cool come up story if I managed to actually make something. Because I, I, I really fuck with music. Like I told you, it's a little bit last time. I'm not going to plug myself or anything. But um, I, I recently also bought a Mac too because I, I was like, I have no fucking money. I'm broke as shit. I don't have a job, but I got to do this. And then yeah. I, I fucking, I released my first song just not long ago. Um, and I thought it fucking, it slapped, you know, I got it professionally mixed by a guy in, um, where's he from? He's from the U S somewhere. I don't know, but he's a really nice guy. And I signed to a small record that's a record label that's just starting up and it has a few artists that are decently sized, you know, and they're also fucking growing pretty rapidly too, which is awesome. So like, I feel like I made a really good decision by doing that. And you just, you kind of just made me realize that, like, I thought about it in my head when I did it at the time, but like. This whole time I've been kind of just doubting myself and that kind of just like ignited a little bit of hope in me that I'm like, you know, right, like you're right. Like, fuck, fuck them. I don't care what other people think because this is what I want to do. Like, I'm not going to not make music and not enjoy myself just because other people think it 
like is this financially stable not really am i gonna be a huge thing one day probably fucking not but i don't i don't care are you happy though that's the question are you happy that's why you always ask yourself am i happy not am i rich am i successful am i famous am i happy that's the only question you have to answer every day that's the only reason i want to make music man because it makes me happy there you go Dude, I'm actually one of those people that bought FL Studio, believe it or not. Really? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I, just, I didn't have enough for it. Like, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't pay for it. And like, my friend was like, here's this USB. And it was Every, on it. So I was like, all right. The plug-in I have, I've torrented, though. But I, I bought FL Studio itself. So that's that's something I take pride in. I'm like, hell yeah, I actually bought that shit. Not saying oh, that's you, no, man, Yeah, you, you deserve that pride, man, because I, I don't know anyone that's paid for that. Oh, me, I, me either. Honestly, everybody I see online, they're like, you know, you can get it for free from, I'm like, yeah, I know. But at the time I had the money and I was like, I'm going to buy it. So I don't have every, every worry about this ever again. But like, I got Nexus, the um, plugin for Nexus. I got that for free. I got, um, oh, what's that other one called? There's, there's another one too, that makes a lot of synth noises. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, but I got that, I got a couple of them for free off some YouTube videos or whatever, but yeah, uh, FL Studio, though, I bought. I was actually just thinking yesterday about buying a new MIDI controller so I can hop on my computer and make some music because, like, I've been kind of missing music. I've been listening to a lot of hard style, like Frontliner and some other shit like that lately. And it, like, makes me want to make some fucking, like, dance music again because I really enjoy that, like, that, like, you know, Boots and Cats music. Like, I, love that. I love that shit, dude. It's amazing. Me too. I've, yeah, I've been looking for so long because I don't make my own tracks and I, don't, I have a few people that make uh, beats for me, but I've been looking for so long for, like, I want like a mix between kind of um, it's a really weird like a, like an emo rap kind of thing mixed with some like EDM sort of stuff because I want the I want to make at least because my songs are kind of like sad or they are like upbeat but sad lyrics. I'm like I want to make something that they can fucking play in a club because <laughs> I know that that shit will get like that'll get streams and then there'll be like people like that'll make me happy knowing that it makes other people happy when they're listening to it because it's not like just some depressing shit because I felt sad when I wanted to write a song you know. Like, I, I feel like I need to do something like that. I'm going to send you some music after this podcast. I have a, a whole SoundCloud full of my music I made. So we, we can we can share oh, some. Yeah, 100%, man. I've only got, I've only released one song. I've got another song coming this, um, this uh, probably, I think uh, I'll probably put it out Sunday, Monday. Okay. Um, but I got one song and I think the song is pretty good. I think you'll relate to the lyrics in it too. Because a lot of it's about kind of being stuck inside yourself. If you want to plug more, your- Feel free. I'd love to. I'd love for people to find your stuff. Oh well, okay. If you want to find me, um, I'm Eleven Never on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Instagram, and every other streaming service you could possibly imagine. Especially Spell- Instagram, because that's where I plug a lot of my artwork I make too. Spell it out for people so they know where it's at. So it's just Eleven E L E V E N Never N E V E R. Yep, that's right. No capitals, space in between. Eleven Never, you said. Yep. Yeah, okay. I kind of rebranded my Instagram. So, like, if anyone followed me from the last time I was on, like, don't freak out when you see this random dude posting pictures of like CDs and barbed wire on on your Instagram page. Hell yeah, dude! I want to touch on one more thing. Um, we got about ten minutes left in this one. I try to keep them about an hour. So, um, I want to touch on mindset today because I've been I've, I'm in a class right now with my my job where they're they're doing like this brain work thing where basically they're teaching you how your brain works and how like um, when you, uh, like come up with ideas over the, the course of your life, you bas- basically make a personality out of that. And I've been really kind of attributing that to my emetophobia over the years. And I think all of us have an emetophobia personality now. 
what we do is we think about so many negative aspects of life. Like, I don't know if I can go to the store because I might get sick. I don't know if I can go to the park because somebody there might be sick. I don't know if I can go to the mall because, you know, I might get nauseous or one of my friends might get sick. I don't know if I can go to the bar because, you know, I might get nauseous or somebody around me might get sick. When we do that. Staying away from harm too. Yeah. When we think about those, those uh, thoughts all the time, we make a personality out of that. That becomes our actual thought process about everything. And I think that the mindset is such an important part of emetophobia. And when we get so caught up in the mindset so much, like thinking about why things are going to be bad and, and versus why things are going to be good, that's when we start setting ourselves up for failure. And when you can't even leave your house without thinking like methodically how things are going to go wrong all day, you're setting yourself up for failure at every point of the, the day. So like if I leave right now to go to work and I say, well, if I leave, I might get nauseous. I might actually get nauseous now, but if I yeah, leave, you just fuck yourself up for that. Yeah, I, yeah. man, I, I, I did that for so long. Yeah. If I, if I left right now though, I just was like, I'm excited to go to the store cause I'm going to get some good food to eat before the night. Like I'm not even thinking about the nausea part. Like I'm not going to get nauseous. Everything's going to be fine. I'm just going to drive to the store. Like there's no, there's no problem with that. And then it's like, Oh, I'm going to get to the store and then I'm going to be stuck in line and then I'm going to get nauseous and then I'm not going to be able to you know, buy my stuff. Why would you think that way though? Now you're setting yourself up for failure in every situation you're in during the day. So what I've been learning lately is um, you have to, to almost rewire your brain in a way to think positively about everything that you're doing in the day. And it's tough, but you have to find the positives in everything. So say like, at least I get to go to the store today. At least I get to go buy this awesome food today. At least I have a chance to go to work and make money to pay my bills. Like, you have to think of everything in like, I am honored to be able to do this process because a lot of people in the world can't even do that shit right now. And you have to You're really stuck on the negatives, man. Yeah. You got to hold on to the positive, not even necessarily the positive, but just the neutral, just stop thinking about it in such a negative way that like, it's going to hinder your ability to do things in life. And that's what we all do with the metaphobia so often that it makes us into this like creature of habit where all we can think about is what if, what if, what if, what if, what if all day. And we got to stop doing that. That's a huge part of changing that mindset so that we're in a better mindset for our day so that we can actually continue on and get through the day in a positive way. That's my, that's my that, thought process. You're definitely, that, 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 that is, yeah, that, that, that's, that's basically it, man. That's exactly how it works a lot of the time. I, I, I fully agree. Like I, I felt like a fucking genius when I realized that um, along with that positive thing, I couldn't find a positive in the things I was failing at because I couldn't even make it to the shop. And then I realized, one time I fucking drove home. I didn't even make it halfway down my road. My road's not that very long. And then I realized I got home, yelled at myself a little bit, got angry. And then I was like, I looked up. I was like, wait, I can just fucking try again. Yep. I can just get back in that fucking car and go back down and keep going and keep going. I don't give a fuck if the people look at me. I don't give a fuck who's there. I'll make a scene if I have to, if I want to go. I don't care. But I'm going to keep fucking trying because it's the only thing that you can keep doing. You can't, you're not failing. You're just trying. There's no failure in trying. You just got to, you know, you just keep going. Yeah. it's not failure if you can't do it you can just go again as many times as you want it's repeatable you know and that took me once i realized that man that was like kind of like a like a like door opening like i realized like no matter how many fucking times i fuck something up not that i'm fucking it up but that was a bad use of words i'm an australian i swear too much sorry um if i if i say if i if i just you know i couldn't do it i, I gotta try again half an hour take a breather you know do whatever you need to do and just try again that's wanna... just like the biggest thing like so, so this is the book that we, we're actually learning from. This is the way it explains it. New thoughts will then manifest themselves into new choices. 
which then go into actions and behaviors, which then go into new experiences and then to new feelings. And that then switches back up to new thoughts, new choices, new actions, new experiences, new feelings. It just keeps, it's a, it's a never ending cycle. So if you can think a new thought, so instead of thinking, I have to go to the store, I might get nauseous. Change that thought to, I get to go to the store to buy good food for myself, to keep myself healthy. Then you now have a new choice. Instead of saying, I might just stay home because I'm going to be nauseous. You have a choice of saying, well, I'm actually going to go to the store because I'm excited to go get this new food. Then the new action is now you're leaving to go get the new food. You're excited to go get new food, keep yourself healthy. The new experience is you went to the store, you had a good experience, you bought the good food, you're now healthy, everything's better. And now you have a new feeling. You're now, your new feeling is I went to the store, I had a good time, I got the good food, I feel better. Now tomorrow I'm going to do that again. That's how we change our mindset from the negative to the positive. And it's difficult, but it takes time and it takes effort. But once you start doing that, life becomes so much easier because you're not living in the negative personality anymore. You're living in the positive or even the neutral. I'm not trying to like push positivity on people because you don't have to be positive. You just have to not be negative. That's the, that's the real like. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. So, um, tough, that's but. a really good way to put it though, actually. Like, um, no, I, yeah, that, that, that makes like a fucking a, a, lot, a lot of sense. Like I see that really often is just people in group chats on Reddit fucking threads on wherever they post things, wherever you can post things for metaphobia, there's always a constant negativity. Um, not even, uh, well, yeah, it is kind of negative. It's thinking is straight up the worst sort of things and just a straight up panic about it all. Um, well, I didn't really think about too much about what I was going to say, but um, I do want to add one thing that is kind of unrelated to this, but I did really want to say it because it's been on my mind a lot lately and I just knew that this was this was a good place to say it. Um, I don't know if you relate to this, but I definitely relate to this a lot because I'm, I'm kind of weird with my phobia. Like I don't mind when people talk about it. Words don't scare me. Movies don't worry me. Other people don't really bother me either unless it's like something like, you know, obviously so there's always, you know, you're triggered. You can get triggered if, even if it's not really a big deal sometimes, but um, I feel like a lot of our problem, like at least my problem, and maybe a few other people that may be listening might relate. I don't know if you do. Um, I don't. I don't have any fucking clue how normal people react to throwing up, getting sick, not feeling good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I haven't had enough experience around people to get what that fucking what what it's like. Because like I've seen like people drunk outside clubs. They throw up in the gutter and they're good to go. See it later. But like, I'm like, what, really? Is that how easy it is? Like, do people feel any type of fear? Do they feel any type of worry? Are they like, oh, what the fuck? What do they? What do they do? Like, it, 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 it literally drives me nuts trying to think about what a normal person does or a person that doesn't have a metaphobia, because we are normal people. That was a dumb thing to say on my behalf. Um, like, what do they do? when they do when that happens like how do they act because like i really need to get inside the head of like maybe i'll ask my girlfriend or something because like she she um got secret like just last night i think because um she was on some medication like some medication for something that like you know sometimes they you know mess around in your stomach pretty harsh medication not not pretty not not um not not an average of medication that you'd be taking like on a daily basis so um like i feel like i need to talk to her a bit more about it and see what like what it's like but because she has the same phase vibe but like if that was me obviously i'd be a bit kind of you know i'd be a bit like what the fuck i'd be you know it'd be a, a different whole different story so like i really need to figure out what it's like for the average person so i can gather that and try to replicate that so i can be i can be strong in those times you know yeah Look, i would have to explain it as getting burnt that's kind of the way i think about it like 
you don't really expect that you're going to be burnt ever, right? Like, it's not really the nah. thing you ever, like, not something you're sitting there, like, worried about, like, I'm going to get burnt tomorrow. Like, something's going to burn my hand or something. But when you do get burnt, it kind of sucks and it's shitty and you have to deal with it. And you have to, like, put some ice on it or, like, you know, some some vinegar or whatever the hell you to to repair a burn. And then the next day, once the burn is repaired, you're like, oh, I have this blister here. And then you pop the blister and then everything's good to go. Now you're on with your life. I think that's kind of how people think about, you know, throwing up. It's like, it's not something they think about every day, all day, like we do with the metaphobia. We've made it our personality, like I said. That's our new yeah, feel yeah. all the time is throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. But if we can think about it in a way of just like, you know, I could get burned tomorrow. Like I could touch a hot frying pan and it could burn my hand. You know, this is a weird example, but I'm just saying this is the only thing I can think of. Um, but like, you know, normal people when they're when they're in their everyday life are not thinking about throwing up. It's not like something that they ever think about because like when they burp or when they like, you know, get a stomach ache from having to poop or like anything like that, that, that's just normal life stuff to them. It's just normal bodily functions that are happening. And that's something that like us as a metaphobia or metaphobics have to think about as well is just like, these are normal bodily functions. Even throwing up is a normal bodily function. It's our, it's our body expelling things out of the body that it does not want in there. Yeah. It's protecting us basically. Right super rare that it's going to happen and it's like you know obviously a lot of us with a metaphor you haven't even thrown up in like 10 years or 20 years sometimes so um the fact that we think about it every single day is kind of like weird in a way of like we haven't done it in so long so why the hell are we even thinking about it it's such a fucking stupid it's so dumb when you say it like that isn't it it's just it makes like it makes like so much less sense when you say it out loud it just it's so weird man that's what i that's what you know what i do you get what I kind of mean by that? Like, because I'm not really like, I don't really think about it as I'm kind of, I've kind of brought, brought myself back into the present because I've been living in the past. I've been living in the future. I've been, it's been hell. Like, I haven't been, you know, dealing with this specific, uh, you know, round with the metaphobia. Like, I've had a couple, two, two past, uh, whatever, you know, two, I've had two, you know, other encounters with this phobia for, a couple of years at a time in the past and it's like this this time it's like it hasn't been a long time not so far but i've just been stuck so like i've just been twisted around and it's just been shit but now i've kind of brought myself back into the present and i'm not so much worrying about tomorrow but that one thought that i just that i said to you like that you gave me a pretty good like um explanation you're right like it's not something that people think about you know, I don't really think about doing it tomorrow. I'm not like so worried about that. I'm more just kind of, oh shit, why do I feel that now? But like, I'm trying to replicate what like a person would do in that situation. Like, they wouldn't really care that much, would, would they? They would just go on with their day like nothing happened. Like it's not really a big deal to them. And a lot I kind of want to. They'll explain to me too, like, like a, throw up to feel better. And I'm like, I cannot imagine. Yeah, I, that's weird, isn't it? It's fucking like, I, that kind of like, I'm like, really? It makes you feel better? I feel like I'd feel worse. Yeah, but I feel like it'd make me feel like worse. I don't know. I'd actually feel better if you did it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's something that I'm coming to terms with now as like, I had my hangover session like along during the 4th of July. So I had this moment where I dry heaved and I like almost got sick. And that was like my shit hurts. Yeah, that's the closest I've been to actually being sick. And, And when I started drinking again, when I would wake up in the morning, I was like, I'm waiting for that to happen. You know, like, but I'm also super, I'm like the best drunk you could ever have. I drink a ton of water. I always eat after I drink. Like I, I just will not be sick if I drink. Like that's my goal. Yeah. Now. I feel like, yeah. Same with me. I feel like I'm the same. Like I'm pretty good. Like I know, like I'm like, you know, I keep hydrated, keep food with me, make sure I'm, you know, not 
no like why, like i'm not gonna lay like drink a fucking bunch of beer and lay straight down like that's just a, like a bad idea in general I I, oh actually one more quick wait sorry what I was just saying, I never go to bed, like, feeling really drunk. I always wait till I'm not drunk anymore. Yeah, to- wait it out. Always. I do the same, man. I don't, because otherwise, man, you're either going to wake up in the middle or not. You're going to be feeling like shit. Like, oh, that, yeah. it would not feel great. Um, what, This is something I've been, like, have you ever, like, it's such a weird, I feel like it's it's probably a triggering thing to say, but I've been so close to just, like, what's a term I could use? Like, it's just been time. So, like, just pulling the trigger, basically. Yeah, I feel you. I know what you mean. You know, just just doing it. Just fucking. But then again, it's still not a, it's not a solution because it's still your own fucking, like, it's your own control. Like, I feel like it's a big thing. It's a control. You're not, when something else, like, well, and then again, you're right. You said before, like, but a lot of people do it to make themselves feel better. So, like, that, that is a fair point as well, I guess. Like, there's kind of, it's kind of a coin. You know, it's like, there's got two sides to it. I don't know which one would be the downside, though. Like, do you feel what I mean? Like, do you, like, do you, have you ever been like felt like that? Like, you just want to fucking like, you just like fuck it. You know? oh, yeah. But like, I haven't, and I, I get kind of scared. I'm like, what would happen if I actually like, if I actually did that? I feel like I'd just choke on my finger and like, like bleed or something. I don't know what the fuck would happen. Yeah, I, those situations, especially when I was like really in my metaphobia stages, where they were like, it was like absolutely the worst time of my life. Um, but I always had the thought of. If I do it, am I going to be more afraid of it or more like you know at ease with it? That was always that's my... the thing that screws with me so much. Yeah, and I think it's a form of exposure therapy in a way of saying like I did it, I'm okay. It depends on what happens though. Like if you have food poisoning, yeah, it's going to be a very traumatic situation. Obviously, like that's going to be scary. Yeah. I don't want to ever deal with that. I gotta say too, really quick. Last night I went to to birthday dinner with my girlfriend. We went to a hibachi grill, right? And the hibachi guy used the same spatula, and we had shrimp, steak, fish, and chicken all raw on a big platter. And then he fucking scooped it all onto the the stovetop all at the same time with the same fucking spatula, right? And then he used that same spatula to then flip all those raw meats over each other, basically. Like, they're all in the same area together cooking. My chicken was all the way towards the back of the grill, and he's just flipping that shit around. I could see the little raw pieces everywhere, right? That was one of those moments where I had to, as an emetophobic, I had to fucking just sit there and be like, I've got to put all of my trust in my food poisoning to this guy right now. Like, I had, it was so fucking hard for me to just be like, and I'm sitting there like meticulously looking at every piece of chicken, making sure none of them are raw. Even when I got the chicken, I had to cut each little piece in half to make sure they were not raw anymore because I just didn't trust this guy. After it was all said and done, I ate my dinner. Everything was really, really good. Everybody had a really good time. That was my moment of exposure therapy to say, like, I did this. I went through a situation that was really traumatic for me in the moment, saying, like, oh, my God, this man is, like, you know, chopping up chicken and steak and shrimp and all these things with the same spatula, not giving a shit. And that <laughs> goes back to your point of normal people don't fucking care. They don't think about that shit because they're not thinking they're going to get food poisoning. They don't care if they get it. They just want to have a yeah, good that's right. yeah, exactly. No, that's what I mean. Like that, fuck yeah, man. I, like, nah, you should be proud of yourself, man. That's fucking. You gotta have balls to do that because I notice shit like that. Like I've been kind of going easy on it. I've been trying to go easy. Like if I'm cooking a steak, man, I'm gonna use that fork. I just put the bastard in there with. I'm gonna flip it. And I'm gonna use that fork again because I just don't fucking care. I can't. I'm in control. Of that if I get if I get food poisoning, I'm gonna be traumatized, but I deserve it for for not for, if you know if if that happens, you know that's too bad. But it hasn't happened yet, so. 
that's a mindset thing though. That's, that's a way that you can change your personality. Cause your personality right now is, um, you know, when you think about it, you're like, I don't know if I want to use the same fork. Oh, I got to check my steak and cut it open to make sure it's not raw. And I got to do this. And I got to do that. More normal people would just cook their steak for the amount of time it tells them on the internet. And then they throw it on a plate. They cut it open. They eat it. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They just fucking ate it. Yeah, exactly. So that's the personality that people have. And that's where I go back to this whole thing of new thoughts, new choices, new actions, new experiences, new feelings. You change the feeling of the process. So when you let's run through it one more quick time, say you're cooking a steak, right? The thought is, Oh my God, it might be raw. I don't know if I should eat it. I might check it. Change that thought to, I'm going to just, cook the steak as long as it says to cook it. I'm going to throw it on my plate and I'm going to eat it. The new choice is I'm going to take the, the steak off the, the cook or the, the um, pan, put it on my plate and I'm going to eat it. The new action is I'm going to eat the steak regardless of whether it's cooked all the way or not because it's good steak. Uh, medium rare is okay. People eat medium rare steak all the time and they're perfectly fine. The new experience is I had a good experience. The, the steak was delicious. I had a really good experience eating that steak. Now the new feeling is next time I cook a steak, my feeling is going to be different. I'm going to cook the steak. I'm going to eat the steak. I'm not going to worry about how cooked it is on the inside. That's the difference in the, the, the new thought versus the new feeling. And that's what I'm learning right now in that class. And it's been really changing my mindset towards everything lately. That's how I changed my mindset last night with the chicken going from being really nervous about it being raw to, I trust this guy. He cooks this shit every fucking night. Nobody else here has been sick. I'm going to be okay. Just like everybody else is going to be okay. I'm going to eat the chicken regardless. And I'm going to have a good time. And now my feeling is next time I go to a hibachi grill, I'm going to order the same thing. I'm going to have a good time and everything's going to be fine. That's how normal people think. And that's how a metaphobic should think as well. But we have a hard time getting past that wall. And that's where we're all stuck. Yeah. No, you're definitely right, man. No, I'm going to start. I'm going to, I'm going to, what, what's that? What's that book? Can you um, mention that book name to me one more time? It's a, it's a class I'm taking that costs oh, money. A class. Yeah. But it's called Change Your Mind, Create New Results. It, it, there's a YouTube channel about it, I believe, as well. I can send you a I'm link. I'm going to check that. Yeah, send me a link to that sort of stuff because I, I wanna I wanna get in on that. That that, that sounds like really like fucking I, beneficial and helpful. Yeah, my job paid for it all. And if we go to all four classes, they're three hour long classes. If we go to all four of them, we get paid a hundred bucks. So I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I'll oh, that's to- cool as you get a hundred bucks out of it too. Fuck yeah. It's basically to help us in our job, but I'm like using it to help me with my metaphobia, which is kind of cool. And that's another thing is like you can take a lot of life things that happen to you and, and, and put them towards your emetophobia and, and changing the way you think about things. So truly really exciting stuff. No, oh, definitely, man. Um, well, we're probably going to have to end it in a minute, but one last thing I would like to say, well, on my behalf, anyway, I don't know if you've got anything left you'd like to mention. Um, sure. Exposure therapy. Yeah. Is the key. I agree. Like I would say that is one of the biggest things and probably one of the only certain things that will definitely most one hundred percent like help you. I want. I just want to mention real quick. Um, I, I won't take too long. I, I'll, I'll take up too much of your day. But um, sorry. I said do your thing, man. I'm not in the super. Oh rush. no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, bro. Um, I um, I so when I was about um, when I had my first kind of thing, when I was just trouble, I, I I you know, emetophobia didn't really exist in my head. It wasn't a word that was really common. Um, I had no fucking clue. I just thought I was, I was um, like broken. I was the only one like this. But I, weirdly enough, I was scared shitless of throwing up. I had no idea why. But I had a weird obsession with watching competitive eating videos, random weird, you, you know, YouTube was pretty weird back in 20, 20, uh, 2014, 2015, 16. It was a weird place, challenge videos, milk challenge, all this shit. Like 
I had such like a weird obsession with watching it. I actually kind of enjoyed it. And it sounds so fucking strange coming from someone with emetophobia, but I seriously like, I didn't look away. I didn't, I didn't squirm. I didn't, I didn't go, Oh, that's gross. I like, I laughed along with the people. And I watched these type of videos because I genuinely enjoyed it. I didn't even know I was, I, like, I accidentally did exposure therapy for two years and that two years I did it for allowed me for when I turned about 17 to live until I was about uh, 2000, well, last year, I, I like free, basically. Like I fucking had hardly any symptoms. It was mainly just anxiety. Like, and I just want to like say like, if I can do that without realizing like what I was doing and it helped that much, imagine like what you can do with like a, like a program, like even not even a program, just like in your own time, like, making sure you can do your exposure therapy, making sure that you just at least try, no matter what, how big or small it is. It could be a word if you don't like the words. It could be a cartoon, a dog or whatever, anything. Like that, as long as you build that shit up and you can try and stick that shit out, like there's better programs. Don't even, just probably not even listen to what I'm saying, but like you can follow along with um, stuff like that. And that shit is just, it's, it, it's, it's foolproof. It works for like so much, including this phobia. Like I just want to, I just want to push that like a little bit, you know, because that, 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 it, it, it's, it's, it's bulletproof, you know, it, it will always work because it just takes time, you know? Yeah. No, it's a big thing with any phobia, honestly. Any single phobia you could have, that's the way to, to definitely get your mind past the scariness of it all is the exposure therapy. And that's one of the biggest things I did to, to um, change my mindset on it. Uh, phobia completely i also have to say that if anybody's having trouble finding a way to get into exposure therapy dr david yusko is something you can search up on google also dara lovitz has a book called conquering the fear of vomiting through exposure therapy i believe that's what it's called i could be wrong on that but if you look that up on on uh uh what the hell is it called fucking the biggest uh, uh, uh amazon uh if you look up on amazon, <laughs> yeah, but i was trying to think as well uh, Dara Lovitz, she has her book on there. And then also Dr. David Yusko, Y-U-S-K-O, I believe. Um, you can look him up on Google. He has a um, counseling you know, practice that he can help you find a counselor for your exposure therapy. So those are the two people. I had them on the podcast as well. We had a long conversation. I watched on- that recently. I, lo- I really liked that podcast, yeah. that episode. Solid, solid episode. So um, if, if anybody has any questions on that, definitely reach out to me um, and I can get you in touch with them or just, you know, search them up on Google. You can definitely find their book. And uh, oh. David. So. Um, also, the Emetophobia Manual by Ken Goodman. He's done a long form piece of content on YouTube about emetophobia, yes. um, which is a really good piece of content as well. And also that, that manual. I haven't read the whole book. I slacked off, but I read about three quarters of the way through it and it has a pretty detailed, not as in-depth as some other places you can get, but. I do recommend that book and it also has a fair bit about um, exposure therapy and kind of, you know, transforming your, your phobia into a demon, or like not a demon, a fucking a physical thing instead of yourself. So you're not like punishing yourself or you're punishing like a fucking stick figure or whatever you imagine to be. Okay, uh, I, It doesn't sound as, it's not as dumb as that. I'm just, I'm just not talking probably, but trust me, it's a brilliant fucking book. And it, it's just, it helped me like tons. I have the book and Dr. Ken wants to come on the podcast, but I have to read the book first and I keep slacking. That'll be, oh man, that'll be a fucking, that is such a good, I can't wait for that. Okay. I'll, I'll read the book here. I've been playing video games a lot lately and I've been slacking off and I've been fucking up. So read the book, man. (laughs) 
book so I can have him on the podcast because I really do want to talk to him. I think he'd be a very beneficial person to have. I'll finish the book as well. Uh, I'll finish the book as well because I've been slacking, man. I I, I haven't read a page of it in about six months. So I'll I'll finish the book too. Maybe I'll get caught up. I'll have a conversation together. That'd be good. We we could all talk about the book for sure. That'd be awesome, man. Because I really that book is just like that was like my one saving grace besides you like having your podcast and stuff. Like it was that and that. That was my, that was my ammunition, you know. Oh yeah, dude. That's what's up. Where can people find you at? Um, where can people find me at? Well, um, I'm uh, what am I? Oh, my name is um Eleven Never at. Well, basically everything besides Facebook. I don't really have um any sort of things to share on Facebook, but Instagram, uh, Spotify, everything like that, Twitter. Um, are you gonna put if you <clears throat> what uh, are you gonna title me anything in the thing? Are you just gonna go by my name or like? Oh, uh, it's just gonna be Jaden, yeah, like featuring Jaden. Yeah, that yeah, that that that's cool, man. Um, I'm pretty. What did I mention? How to spell? Like, it's just eleven spelled out and never obviously spelled out just how it is as well um if you search i don't think there's anything there shouldn't be anything like that i'm pretty sure i'm pretty unique like that i, I hope so anyways I'm i'll praying. tag you as well i'll put your links down there as well when i can so people will be able to find you that's cool man that's awesome well um yeah anyway um i'm guessing it's about time to part our ways but i'm really happy that you let me come back on again man i'm i'm, I'm glad i got to talk to you again and it's kind of a little catch up for us too to be, you know, see how we both were in a couple of months past. And um, of course, I'm really, I'm really happy with the advice you put out there. Just not even just for me, but for everyone else. Like that's really good shit, man. Like it's, it's good, but you know, seeing you, even when in a time you think you're kind of a bit lower than you were before, you still, you still have like so much good advice to give. It's just, it's just, it's just awesome, man. Like you're doing us all like, you're a voice for all of us, and I'll speak on all of us and say we appreciate it. You know. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And it's just, it's crazy that I can reach people all the way in Australia and still have the same, uh, you know, thought process that we have here in America. So it's just, it's really cool that I can reach so many people. It's awesome. Of course, man. <clears throat> well, I, I love being back on here again and I love talking to you, man. It's been a great time. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it heaps, man. It's great. All right, buddy. We'll see you on the next one. All right. Awesome, man. Have a good one. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate all the love and support. Um, Like I always say, if you could go down below and throw me a uh, rating and uh, follow the podcast on here on Spotify, on Apple Music, wherever you listen. Um, And leave a review. That really helps out a lot because uh, I'm trying to get this podcast up in the rankings and let more people find out about emetophobia and uh, just create some awareness around this, uh, this thing we all have. So... Um, again, if you want to find Jaden, you can find him over on Instagram at 11.never. So E-L-E-V-E-N dot N-E-V-E-R. So go listen to his music, check him out, throw some love towards him. And uh, I really appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast and we'll see you on the next one. Peace out.